0: Year after year, the Bible is the world's best-selling book. Chances are you have one on your coffee table or stored away in a closet somewhere. But how many even read the Bible? If you don't read this book, you could be missing out on the most exciting, the most mind-expanding information and knowledge the world has ever known. Is there a way to really understand the Bible? Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. More than 100 million Bibles are sold annually around the world. But does anyone really understand the Bible? Can you understand it? On today's program, we'll discuss seven simple but vital principles. Or studying your Bible, and we'll be offering you a free Bible study course. This free course will make your Bible study more meaningful than ever before. If you're a regular viewer of Tomorrow's World, you probably read the Bible often. But how many people actually read the Bible? The Barner Research Group reported that in 2005 just 45 percent of Americans read the Bible in a typical week. Readership of the Bible has declined in recent decades. When the nation reads the Bible and practices its precepts, it will prosper. But great neglect of the Bible and its teachings will continue to produce moral decline and eventual national destruction. The great American statesman Daniel Webster gave this warning about our national future. Quote, If there is anything in my thoughts or style to commend, the credit is due to my parents for instilling in me an early love of the Scriptures, if we abide by the principles taught in the Bible, our country will go on prospering and to prosper. But if we in our posterity neglect its instructions and authority, no man can tell how sudden a catastrophe may overwhelm us and bury all our glory in profound obscurity." End of quote. We in the Western world need to take Daniel Webster's warning very seriously. We need to study the Bible and live by the Bible. As Jesus said in Matthew four, 4 and Luke 4.4, 4, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Only obedience to and a love of the Scriptures can lead to moral and national prosperity. Do you love the Bible? Ancient King David loved the Scriptures available to him. He stated in Psalm 119, verse 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. We all need that lamp and light. On today's program, I want to encourage you to read and study your Bible. And we'll be offering you a free Bible study course that will open your eyes to true knowledge and understanding. Be sure to write down the address and phone number to order the Tomorrow's World Bible Study Course. It's absolutely free. There's no cost or obligation. You can also order this free study course on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. How can your reading the Bible benefit you? First of all, let's understand. The Bible is the most important book in the world. It reveals the true meaning and purpose of life. It gives principles for true success, fulfillment, and happiness. It explains why the world is in such confusion and danger. Its prophecies reveal the future and the soon-coming kingdom of God on this earth. It tells us how to prepare for the great events to come. The Bible teaches us how to get along with our neighbors in a godly way, and it reveals the way to life beyond death, eternal life. My friends, you cannot afford to live without the incredible spiritual truths and benefits the Bible has to offer. According to a Gallup Poll press release, 82% of Americans call the Bible the actual or inspired Word of God. Just 68% of Canadians shared these views. But even among those who say they believe the Bible, their knowledge of its content leaves much to be desired. We might expect that religious people would know the first four Gospels of the New Testament. But another Gallup poll reported that 63% of Americans could not name all four Gospels, simply Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In this Christianity Today article, The Greatest Story Never Read, Gary M. Burge emphasizes the vital importance of the Bible to discern truth from error. Quote, To disregard this resource, to neglect the Bible, is to remove the chief authority on which our faith is built. We are left vulnerable, unable to check the teachings of those who invite us to follow. End of quote. And that's from Christianity Today, August 9, 1999. My friends, we need the trunk of the tree, sound foundational truths. We cannot remove the chief authority on which our faith is built. The solution to the problem is obvious. We need to read the book. When was the last time you opened your Bible? If you're a regular viewer of this program, it might have been just a couple minutes ago. But according to the Gallup poll mentioned above, 41% of Americans say they rarely or never read the Bible. Did you know that only 16% say they read the Bible every day? We all should read the Bible every day. Bible truths and Bible knowledge contribute to sound-mindedness. And the world needs men, women, and children of wholesome character and sound mental health. The Bible is a storehouse of valuable treasure. How can we reap the treasures contained in this book? Proverbs 2 and verse 4. Speaking of true knowledge, the Bible states in Proverbs 2 and verse 4, If you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Now let's discuss seven basic principles for Bible study. They'll help you gain God's wisdom. You can grasp more clearly the amazing plan the Creator God has for all humanity by using these keys to unlock vital truths that relatively few understand. Principle number one is, the Bible is a complete book. Many cannot truly understand the Bible because they throw out its first 39 books called the Old Testament. Let's understand. When Jesus quoted scripture, he quoted the Old Testament. It is tremendous spiritual battle with Satan the devil. Jesus quoted Deuteronomy 8 and verse 3 when he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. You'll find that in Luke 4 and verse 4. That profound truth is absolutely foundational to anyone's happiness and their eternal life. The Apostle Paul, writing to the young evangelist Timothy, spoke of the genuine faith that was in Timothy's grandmother, Lois, and his mother, Eunice. They had taught Timothy the Scriptures from childhood. And what were those Scriptures? the first 39 books of the Bible. The New Testament had not yet been written. Read about that in 2 Timothy 3 and verse 15. From childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Timothy was able to understand salvation through the Old Testament Scriptures and through his acceptance of Jesus Christ as his Savior. The Bible is a complete book, It begins in the book of Genesis and ends with the book of Revelation. In fact, God warns us in Revelation 22 and verse 18, "...for I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city." and from the things which are written in this book. Let's understand. When Jesus taught us the two great commandments, He quoted them from the Old Testament. The first great commandment, to love God with all our heart, soul, and strength, is written in Deuteronomy 6 and verse 5. And the second great commandment, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, is from Leviticus 19.18. These Old Testament verses Jesus quoted are commandments of God. The point is, my friends is that we cannot understand God's truth or His plan unless we study the whole Bible as the Word of God. To understand the Bible, we must read both the Old Testament and the New Testament. Principle one is, the Bible is a complete book. In the next part of our program, we'll discuss more principles that will help you understand this complete book that God has given us. But first, I'd like to offer you our free inspiring Bible study course. The Bible has precious, priceless promises for you, and it reveals your potential future and the future of the world. The Bible is an up-to-date book. It's a timely book. In fact, the first lesson of tomorrow's World Bible Study course is titled, The Bible, A Book for Today. You need this amazing free 24-lesson course. Please understand, we expect you to use your own Bible daily in conjunction with this course. You'll learn from your own Bible amazing truths that have been totally overlooked or even rejected by many religious teachers. Lesson two is, are we living in the last days? Lesson three is, can you understand Bible prophecy? Lesson four is titled, Revealed the Master Key to Bible Prophecy. You need this free Bible study course. So pick up the telephone right now and request the Tomorrow's World Bible Study Course. There's no cost or obligation. Just telephone or write, and we'll send you the first four lessons of our free 24-lesson Bible study course.
1: Don't miss this dynamic, powerful aid to your study. Yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation if you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now. Or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up-to-date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. The Bible is God's gift to
0: all humanity. Do we really treasure this book as we should? If we do, we really need to study the Bible regularly. President Abraham Lincoln made this statement about the Bible, quote, I believe the Bible is the best gift God has ever given to man. All the good from the Savior of the world is communicated to us through this book." End of quote. In the first part of our program, we discussed a vital principle for effective Bible study. The Bible is a complete book. A second key principle is, the Bible is always relevant. Some people believe that since the Bible was completed almost 1,900 years ago, it cannot be relevant for us today. That belief is wrong. As we've demonstrated in dozens of our programs, not only is the Bible relevant for us today, but its prophecies also reveal humanity's future and our incredible destiny. The good news is that mankind will not completely destroy itself. Jesus Christ will return at the most dangerous point in human history to save us from ourselves. The gospel of the kingdom of God is always relevant. If you have your Bible, turn to Matthew, the 24th chapter, and verse 14. Jesus said, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Yes, we look forward to the end of this present evil world, the end of this age, and the beginning of a new age, tomorrow's world. The Bible is always relevant. The Gallup poll discovered that 65% of Americans agree that the Bible answers all or most of the basic questions of life. Yes, the Bible is relevant. The second key principle is, the Bible is always relevant. The third principle for effective Bible study is, the Bible interprets the Bible. We've discussed this principle on previous programs, and it's an extremely important principle. More than 25% of the Bible is prophecy and symbolic language is often used. The books of Daniel and Revelation contain much symbolic language. How can you understand it? In last week's program, we discussed examples of symbolism in the book of Revelation. As we saw in Revelation 1 and verse 20, stars symbolize the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands symbolize seven churches. In Revelation 17 and verse 3, And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, Which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. She is called in verse 5, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. Verse 6 declares that this woman persecutes true Christians. We've covered this subject in previous programs. The following verses give us the meaning of these symbols. Verse 12, for example, reveals the meaning of the ten horns of the beast. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings, who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with a beast. And verse 18 tells us, And the woman whom you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. The third principle for effective Bible study is, the Bible interprets the Bible. If you don't understand a symbolic word, look elsewhere in the Bible. This leads us to the fourth principle, study all the scriptures on a topic. Teachers who fail to do this often end up teaching false and misleading doctrines. Take, for example, the controversy often called law or grace. Does God's grace mean a Christian can live a life of rampant sin and blatantly disobey his Savior? Of course not. As Jesus said in Matthew 19, 17, "...but if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments." Jesus then went on to mention several of the Ten Commandments. Let's understand. The Bible does not contradict itself. Jesus said in John 10, verse 35, The Scripture cannot be broken. God's grace does not give us permission to transgress God's law. The Apostle Jude warned about false teachers who would change the grace of our God into a license for immorality. As the Anchor Bible Dictionary states, the Apostle Paul clarified that God's grace brings liberty from sin and not liberty to sin. That's from the article Antinomianism, Volume 1, page 263. You can read about this in Romans 6, verses 1 and 2. I appreciate the consistency with which the NIV Study Bible commentators address this issue. Some wrongly take Ephesians 2.15, As doing away with God's Ten Commandments and the moral law. Ephesians two fifteen states, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances. Actually, this is speaking of ordinances, or in the Greek dogma. In this case, man made laws that cause division between Jews and Gentiles. Remember the principle here is to study all the references on one topic. If we read Ephesians 2.15 apart from the rest of the Bible, we could come to a wrong conclusion. Listen to this plain comment about Ephesians 2.15 from the NIV Study Bible. Quote, "...since Matthew 5.17 and Romans 3.31 teach that God's moral standard expressed in the Old Testament law is not changed by the coming of Christ." What is abolished here is probably the effect of the specific commandments and regulations in separating Jews from Gentiles, whose non-observance of the Jewish law renders them ritually unclean." In other words, when you are consistent and honest with the Scriptures, as in this commentary, the truth is God's moral standard expressed in the Old Testament law is not changed by the coming of Christ. This is consistent with the first principle we discussed. The Bible is a complete book. Study the scriptures in both the Old and New Testaments of your Bible. To have a true understanding of Bible truths, apply the fourth principle. Study all the scriptures on a topic. When you honestly do that, you will see that, as in this example, grace does not do away with moral authority of God's law. The fifth vital principle for effective Bible study is Understand the context. When you study all the scriptures on a topic, go a little further. Read all the scriptures around a verse you're studying. For example, some wrongly say that the Jerusalem conference in Acts 15 abolished the Ten Commandments for the Gentiles. But notice the Apostle James' decision in Acts 15, verse 19. Therefore I judge that we should not trouble those from among the Gentiles who are turning to God, But that we write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from things strangled, and from blood. When the apostles specified these four prohibitions, did that free the Gentiles to sin in other ways? To transgress the commandment that says, You shall not kill, or you shall not have other gods before the true God? Of course not. The apostles in no way repealed the moral law of God. To understand this, we need to read the context. What was the main question? Read verse 1 of Acts 15. And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. The issue was circumcision. The conference decided that Gentiles did not have to be circumcised in order to be saved. The Apostle Paul later wrote the Corinthian Gentiles in 1 Corinthians 7, verse 19. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing, but keeping the commandments of God is what matters. As Gary Burge wrote in his Christianity Today article, quote, "'Historical exegesis is fast becoming a lost art in the pulpit. Rather than explaining the historical setting of the passage, texts become springboards for devotional reflection.' Biblical passages are taken out of context as the preacher searches for those stories that evoke the responses or attitudes desired, end of quote. That's from Christianity Today, August 9, 1999. Apply the principle to read all the scriptures around the verse you are studying. Remember our fifth principle for effective Bible study, understand the context. There are two more vital principles for effective Bible study. We'll discuss those in the conclusion of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our free, exciting, and inspiring Tomorrow's World Bible Study Course. You'll be able to study the promises, the prophecies, and the teachings of your Bible in your own home at your own convenience. The Gallup poll discovered that 65% of Americans agree that the Bible answers all or most of the basic questions of life. Yes, the Bible is relevant you need to explore its treasures of truth. The Bible answers the most basic questions of life. Lesson 6 of Tomorrow's World Bible Study course is titled, Why Were You Born? The answer will astound you. The first lesson is entitled, The Bible, A Book for Today. Lesson 2 is, Are We Living in the Last Days? Lesson 3 is, Can You Understand Bible Prophecy? Lesson 4 is titled, reveal the master key to Bible prophecy you need this amazing free 24 lesson Bible study course there's no cost or obligation so pick up the telephone right now and request tomorrow's world Bible study course just telephone or write and we'll send you the first four lessons of our free 24 lesson Bible study course
1: don't miss this dynamic powerful aid to your study yours absolutely free no cost no obligation if you call this toll-free number 1-800-718-4800 that number once again is 1-800-718-4800 call now or send your request to tomorrow's world p.o box 3800 charlotte north carolina 28227
0: We've previously discussed five principles for effective Bible study. They are, the Bible is a complete book, the Bible is always relevant, the Bible interprets the Bible, read all the scriptures on a topic, and understand the context. The sixth important principle for effective Bible study is, prove all things. Turn to 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 21. We often challenge our viewers to check in the Bible for themselves. Don't take for granted what we say on this program. Read it in your own Bible. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 21 tells us, Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Or as the King James Version states, Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. One way of testing or proving is to practice the principles and precepts of the Bible. Jesus emphasized that we must live by the Bible, by every word of God. He said in Luke 6, verse 46, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? You can prove and test the Bible by practicing its instructions. That is how you can have a good understanding. Just as Psalm 111, verse 10 states, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do His commandments. Principle six is prove all things. The seventh principle for effective Bible study is foundational. That principle is, pray for understanding. The Bible emphasizes that we need a teachable attitude. Ancient King David was a man after God's own heart, as it tells us in Acts 13.22. Notice David's teachable attitude in praying for understanding. Psalm 25 and verse 4. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. My friends, pray for understanding as you read and study your Bible. Pray for guidance. God blesses those who respect the Scriptures and reverence His holy word. Turn in your Bible to Isaiah 66 and verse 2. Almighty God states, But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. The seventh principle for effective Bible study is pray for understanding. The Bible is the most important book in the world. My friends, if you've neglected reading the Bible, now is the time to change. Read it daily. If your attitude is right, you'll be greatly blessed and your life will be changed. As Jesus said in John six sixty three, The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The Bible is not only a book for today, but it's also a book for the future. As Jesus said in Luke 21:33, "Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away." Thank God that he shared with us his awesome spiritual truth and the very purpose of life. Again, my friends, be sure to request your free enrollment in the Tomorrow's World Bible Study course. This detailed and informative course will help you in your study of priceless spiritual truth. It will help you in your study of Bible prophecy, and it will help you prepare for your future. We invite you to join us every week on the Tomorrow's World program. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So join us again next week right here at the same
1: time. Don't miss this dynamic, powerful aid to your study. Yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation, if you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. This seating program is produced by the Living Church of God.